Welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are still in Newport Beach. Hello. <laughs> uh, yes, we are still talking about the OC. Season 3, episode 16. I just get like, actually so much has happened, and then there's still somehow so much I to know. go. <laughs> I know. And this it's is like so the, wild the smallest series that we want to do. I know. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, One Tree Hill is set nine, seven, nine season? I think it's eight. Somewhere. Yeah, right? Nine? It might be and nine. Dawson's, because I'm trying to think, right? Because, like, Peyton and Lucas leave. Dawson's Creek is like somewhere at the end of like it's either the end of six or the end of seven and then there's like two more so yeah somewhere in there dustin's creek is well, at least one five of them right is a, is a weird short yeah it's nine seasons but i think the ninth season is a weird short season kind of mm-hmm. like season four of the oc yeah. uh dawson's creek i think is seven seasons right yeah man yeah crazy <laughs> i know <laughs> I know. <sighs> but yes. It's six seasons. Dawson's Creek is six, six seasons. seasons. Yeah. Either way, this is our shortest one. So yeah. we've got <laughs> we've got so much more content coming your way after we're done with this one. Never ending. Yeah. But for now, we're yes. still in Newport. Still Jump. figuring out what's yeah. going on with <laughs> Ryan and Marissa and Seth and Summer. And all the new people, yes. Yeah. Johnny is dead. His cousin Sadie is in the mix. Yep. With Ryan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't Vol- realize this happened quite this quickly. Yeah. And Volchek somehow. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> anyway. And stuff happens. So. So we actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This episode starts hilariously. <laughs> we start with Summer in her bedroom. I didn't understand what was happening at first because like we never get a weird voiceover for yeah, this show. Never. Um, which is funny. I, at first I like didn't catch on though because I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy and Grey's Anatomy has a voiceover at the beginning and end of every episode. <laughs> so I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> I was so confused. And then I realized what was going on. <laughs> Because, yeah, she's, like, trying to choose a bikini, but there's this voice, like, summer talking voiceover. Yeah. And Marissa comes in, <laughs> but it's actually a recording of Summer making, like, like she made her own voiceover for she herself. She made her own voiceover for herself. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because, like, it's one thing to, like, you know, have you, like, put on certain music to, like, kind of <laughs> give yourself a soundtrack, you know? Yeah. But, like, giving yourself a full voiceover, that's hilarious. And at first I was like, is this like a weird internal monologue we're getting? No, yeah, no. We do. <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah, because she talks about how like someone on the valley has it and like how it adds yeah. drama to the show. And Marissa's like, you really think we need more drama? <laughs> and Summer's like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's pretty funny. But then we find out why she was trying to choose a bikini. Yes. (laughs) Well, they're supposed to be having, like, a double date. Yes. At the Coens. 
Yeah. In their hot tub. Mm-hmm. But Ryan has not showed up. No. So it ends up being <laughs> Seth with both of the girls. And he makes, like, some comment about, like, two girls and a guy. Like, those odds. So yeah. then they decide to, like, totally wig him out. <laughs> and start, like, fully messing with him and, like, coming up on him and being all like, ooh, Seth. <laughs> and then he's just, like, totally freaked out. Oh, I was laughing so hard. It's so funny. Because then he, like, runs away and calls Ryan. And he's like, please help. <laughs> Except Ryan yeah. is at Johnny's, well, yep. we'll say Johnny's mom's house now, yep. with Sadie doing some plumbing. Yeah. That, of course, like, they're, like, tightening the thing, and it ends with, like, the water squirting all over them. Of course. Like, every single TV show ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? I know. And then it only gets weirder. I have so many questions about this episode, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because the cops show up. Yep. So first of all, like Ryan's blown off this double date with his friends and his girlfriend right. to be with this other girl. Right. And then the cops show up and say like that they're not sure if like Johnny's death was an accident anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're trying they to have talk. like some new evidence or something. Yeah. So they want to like talk to Sadie. So she like gets Ryan to like, you know, like leave out the back. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're going to call him or whatever. And it's like, what? Right. Again, things I completely forgot all about all of this. I don't, right? think I've se- I don't think I've seen this episode. Like, this is just not familiar at all. Same. This was definitely one of those episodes where I was like, I remember exactly <laughs> nothing about this. Like, zero things that happen in this do I remember. Yeah. Because, yeah, and then, like, the theme song comes on is, like, Ryan's also like blatantly walking past the cop car so it's not like he like snuck out he just like left or whatever i don't know i don't know neither do i there are many questions this episode yeah but after our theme song we get (laughs) summer and marissa at the uh cooper trailer yes and summer's like obviously trying to make sure the whole marissa ryan thing is like okay yeah because <laughs> she's like oh i should have a party and she's like you know you and me and seth and ryan <laughs> and is like that sounds like a double date so i'm yes. like oh a double date that's a great idea <laughs> uh, poor summer oh yeah but then she starts going on about how she's worried about her dad because she oh, never yeah. sees him anymore and he's like so busy at work and she thinks he's really upset about her stepmom leaving but it's really because he's sneaking around with Julie. Yeah. Yep. Which I did not realize they were doing. Then I was right? Like, oh. Neither did I. I thought they were just like fully out in the open about it, but I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Marissa gets a phone call, which uh, presumably is from the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we cut to Ryan and Seth going over to, um, I mean, I keep saying Johnny's place, but, oh, oh, yeah. like, you know, his mom's house. Yeah, now it's Sadie's, whatever. Ugh. But it turns into this whole, like... <laughs> okay, I also have questions about, like, what exactly did they do to those pipes? <laughs> yeah, the whole kitchen is, like, completely torn apart. It's, like, gutted. <laughs> but then, like, the bank's gonna foreclose on the house because, again, in, like, the week since Johnny died, and all this has, like, been processed somehow, 
Right. There's not going to be insurance money because the cops haven't closed the case because now there's new evidence and it may not have been an accident. So then, like... Which, like, how are they already possibly foreclosing on the house? Like, like, she would have had to already be behind on mortgage payments. Well, yeah, right? Like, uh, at the most, like, if their bill payment happened to have been during that first week after Johnny died, like... (laughs) It's still right. She's like at the most like six days behind on the pay. Like, but yeah, I don't know. Right. Maybe it has something to do with a giant stack of papers that Matt sorted out, but he also sorted them out. So like insurance shouldn't have even received anything yet because I feel like they would have like just sent stuff. I don't think it works that fast. I also don't, but you know, I guess they need the drama. Yes. The dramas. (laughs) Yes. Either way, the police have allegedly found new evidence yes. to suggest that this was not an accident. Um, and at first, I guess Ryan's worried that they think it was him or like he's like, no, it was totally an accident. Like I was there and see so he's like, oh, they seemed more interested in Marissa. Which also doesn't make any sense, but whatever. I know. <laughs> I have more questions pertaining to this later, but <laughs> we'll get there. Yes. In the meantime. <laughs> Kirsten and Julie are talking about their business. And I just, I need to take a moment to talk about their logo. Because I feel like we haven't talked about this logo yet. But it just looks so... Okay, so because it it looks so intensely like something that you would have made with, like, clip art in... I mean, mean when this show was happening in, like, 2006. It's funny. It's, like, so dated. I just needed to point that out because I find it amusing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can like Google it. It is just like a clearly not a professionally made like logo, or maybe maybe it is, and it's just it actually <laughs> is just that dated. Fifteen years later, I mean, which is entirely possible. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely looks like one of those things. Like, ooh, we just discovered new fun fonts, and we're gonna put a heart. Oh in the yeah, it's that like super like curly font, and like yeah, the yeah, yeah. M is the heart. And yeah, gross. okay, it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> Anyway, I just felt the need to point that out because it's very, very ugly, um, but it's also extremely (laughs) dated. (laughs) And I think it's funny. Um, But Julie is once again trying to shirk her duties as a co-runner of this business. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, uh, Kirsten's, you know, talking about, like, advertisements because they're trying to figure out how to, like, drum up business, but they've, like, run out of their advertising budget already. So they're trying to, like, can they call in favors or this or that? But, yeah. (laughs) Julie is off in Julie Cooper Nickel World. Yeah, she is exhausted because she's been sneaking around with <laughs> Neil Roberts. Um, and neither of them, I guess, wants to tell their kids right now because they, I guess, don't want to overwhelm them given yeah. everything. Which, I mean, is fair. But also, like, <laughs> you're going to get caught, guys. <laughs> Just out yeah. with it. <laughs> um, and I don't know who calls who here. Because I missed that. Just all of a sudden, I think, Julie was talking to him on the phone. I think he calls her because she's like, oh, okay. she's talking to Kirsten and like steps from the table to the kitchen to like get some coffee or something. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah, sense. she was definitely like pouring herself coffee. Okay. Yeah. Either way, he thinks Summer is getting suspicious, mm-hmm. which she is. Yes. <laughs> so they need to talk about like letting their kids in on this. Yeah. And then she goes to take a nap. Julie. <laughs> yeah. 
And also, like, is she just napping at the Coens? Like, I guess. I mean, in one of their spare bedrooms that no one's allowed to live in. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> <sighs> then we go to the Newport group. Yes, we do. And Matt and Maya are being all cute. Yeah. Because, of course, like, he forgot something, so, like, she had to drop it off at the office for mm-hmm. him. I feel like that does not happen in real life. Um, maybe it did in 2006. Also fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, of course, like, Sandy is like, we need to talk to her dad. Like, this is... This needs to happen now basically the other people who want this hospital project are like closing the deal like imminently Mm -hmm. so the clock is ticking if they want the deal instead yeah and of course matt is all like i can't ask just yet but it's like right the whole point was that you were supposed to be talking about this from the start even if you were still like working on a relationship so classic oc styles someone lied by omission Mm -hmm. so that's the whole thing it is um, and then, oh yeah, so Steph's done Summer at school. Summer's trying to call her dad. He's busy. <laughs> and then Taylor comes and like yeah. sits in between her and Seth and like is, <laughs> they're telling her about everything with Summer's dad. And she's like, oh, so what's your plan? <laughs> and they're like, um, what? And she's like, you don't have a plan? She's like, I already have plans, like right off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Scheming immediately. Oh my God, she's so funny. <laughs> And one of them is to set him up on a hot date. Yeah, he should be a client of New Match. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Summer's like, oh, she's like kind of on board with this, but she wants to come up with like some potential candidates herself because she doesn't trust her dad because she mm-hmm. says her dad has terrible taste in women. <laughs> so she's like, I will figure out everything and then go from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really funny. Um,. Finally, Ryan and Marissa are talking to one another Yes, in the halls at school um, because Ryan wants to know basically how things are going with Marissa talking to the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and he offers to go with her to talk to them because she's going down to the station to tell them what happened, I guess. Yeah. Um, they decide they'll talk later, but Ryan suggests that she talk to Sandy before she goes and talks to the cops. Mm-hmm. Which is fair advice. Well, and they, also, it's handy. Like, yeah. Well, they kind of have like they have a little thing too about how like they have they keep missing each other, but like Ryan's been helping Gwen, aka Johnny's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. With like stuff in the house, and it's just like, yeah. But still, whatever. I mean, like that. I guess I sort of understand. Like Ryan's handy, and yeah. if she does need help with the house, then I can see how he would feel responsible for helping yeah. her out with that, just because he's Ryan, you know. Yeah. That's what Ryan does, yep. Yep, but also, I mean, don't think he hates hanging out with Sadie, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is then, he immediately shows up there with, like, a bucket uh-huh. of drywall. Right. Spackle to, like, work on stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sadie is going to hunt down Johnny's dad. <laughs> because apparently he has not paid child support this entire time. Yeah. So she wants to get some money out of him because that might be able to save the house. Yes. And who shows up? 
well actually he's already there yeah because ryan's like oh i'll go with you but then um full is there already offering to go with her because he guess he knows someone who knows johnny's dad or yeah he was the one who like found out where he might be or something yeah. basically he's got friends in low places he knows yeah <laughs> Uh, and of course immediately the two of them like get into it because they don't know how to Mm -hmm. not be antagonistic towards each other (laughs) yeah Um, it's like to be fair Volchek's right because like Johnny's gonna go with Sadie and he's like well it's cool so that means uh, Marissa's by herself right or whatever he says and you're like oh yep (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and what's interesting is Ryan doesn't seem, like, overly concerned. No, he does not. Mm-mm. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so then it's Ryan and Sadie on a road trip. Which, can I just, I need to just have a little moment where I was like, God, I want to go on a road trip so badly. <laughs> I had the exact like, same thought. They were in that car. They're driving through the desert. And I was like, give it to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, in my notes specifically, I wrote, I would murder someone to go on a road trip right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would so badly wanted to be in that car with them driving through the desert. Like, I damn. Would cover up that murder to also go with you. <laughs> oh. The problem, really truly is i don't know whom i would murder to bring this about you know like <laughs> doesn't seem like a really good tactic for going on a road trip right now so <laughs> oh yeah oh yes not unless the thing or person that i murder is covid yeah <sighs> yeah anyway but anyway. it does give ryan a chance to sort of explain that he's not a newport person and explain the whole chino and the cohen's and all that stuff so i think sadie's opinion of him kind of changes a little bit but yeah yeah (sighs) whatever (laughs) so then sandy and matt and the whole Maya oh, thing yes, again. That's right. So Sandy suggests the double date, a double date of him and Kirsten with Matt and Maya. Mm-hmm. And Sandy's like, "I'll ask her about the proposal." Like, yeah, that way then probably like... better this way. Which, to be fair, actually does seem like a good idea. It really does until it yeah. happens later in the oh, episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Spoilers! It goes very badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Um, it seems like a good idea when he initially, you know, totally puts forward an idea. Um, so that's all set up. Marissa comes in looking for legal advice (laughs) because she's supposed to be going down to the station to give them the statement, like right then. And Cindy's like, no, no, I'll reschedule that. Like, we'll do it at the house. Marissa's like, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to like drag Ryan into that. Mm -hmm. So then. Matt offers up his place, which is strange. I know, because, like, why wouldn't they just do it at Sandy's office? I mean, right? They could just do it at the Newport group. And I feel like that's where it ends up happening. It kind of is, like, a weird flashback scene, and then I couldn't tell where they were. But either way, oh, it's yeah, just Oh, yeah, I don't know. It was just odd that, like, Matt offered up his place in the first place. I'm like, where does he even live? Like, right? 
anyway, whatever. <laughs> I still can't tell if like Matt is just being like a good dude or if he's kind of weird about Marissa. Yeah, and because I don't remember if, because he's sort of had a sketchy moments, but he's also had redeeming moments. Right. I don't remember how his arc ends. If it just Me ends either. like super badly, like he screws Sandy over or something. Like I don't know. Yeah. Or if, like, this whole thing that happens in this episode maybe sort of drives a wedge between them. Yeah. Right? Like, I just, I have no idea where this is going. I know, because I, I remember something happens with Sandy, but, like, I don't know how, like, yeah, I don't know how Matt is, like, tied into that. So, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Then we head back to the Coens. And Julie and Kirsten are working. <laughs> and Summer shows up. Yep. <laughs> and she has, like, like candidates picked out and everything. And, like, a list of, like, all of the qualifications that these women should have. And, like, what they should, like, what their interests should be. And... <laughs> well, it's so funny because, like, Kirsten's looking at it and she's like, they're all blonde. And, like, all the interests and everything are, like, completely opposite of Julie. And it's well, just, like, like, crossword puzzles and, like, speaks Italian. And <laughs> I can't remember what else she says, but. And something about Sharon Stone, because. Yes. The whole Sharon basic... Stone in Basic Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and, like, Kirsten and Julie are both just, like, uh, hmm Well, then it's so funny because Kirsten goes, like, or not Kirsten. Julie goes, I don't know what she's doing over behind Summer. But Summer says something like, my dad has disastrous taste in women. If I don't step in, he'll wind up with the first money-grabbing slut bag that gets in the backseat of his Maserati. And Julie's face is just so, like, offended. Especially because earlier in the episode, or, like, maybe earlier in this scene, I can't remember. At some point, there is mention of, I think it might have been in the last scene where Julie yeah. was tired. Yeah. Uh, of Julie and him doing something in the backseat of his Maserati. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, I'm thinking Maserati had a backseat. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's hilarious. Oh, yep. Money grabbing yep. slut bag. Oh my God. Yeah. Grabbing slut bag. <laughs> I mean, the money grabbing thing is not entirely inaccurate. So. Yeah. That's, that's definitely on the same highway yeah. <laughs> as Julie's lane. Oh, yeah. no. But Summer leaves and Kirsten's like, Julie, I don't know, like, you don't fit any of these qualifications, basically. <laughs> like, it doesn't leave you much wiggle room. Like, you can't speak Italian. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's like, you could dye your hair blonde, but this is not happening. Yeah, aside from that, and she, nothing else. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you really, you guys have to tell Summer what's going on. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. Um, oh, yes. Then Ryan and Sadie show up at this house that looks exactly like a house that was in Ryan's neighborhood in Chino. Yeah. Because <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably the same set. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, looking for Johnny's dad, Jack Harper, who apparently has moved. Yeah. Um, this guy does not seem to like him at all. So <laughs> that votes well. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, Ryan offers to go with her to this next place, mm -hmm. which is apparently 
three more hours into the desert, which again, please take me with you. I know. (laughs) Take me. Drop me in the middle of Joshua Tree National Park. It's, it always reminds me, okay, we both went to the same Taylor Swift, right? Like Reputation? Yes. And then, oh, I can't remember what song it was playing Get for right car? now. Yes. And that whole thing, and it has like yeah. neon lights, and it's like huh. deserty. Yeah. And it's like the most like mood, oh, yeah. ambiance, aesthetic that I want ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just yeah. what. Yeah. Well, and also because like because I was been watching um, Roswell, New Mexico, and that's all obviously desert landscapes as well. And I'm just yeah. like obsessed with the desert right now, and <laughs> just this was extremely yeah everything I want at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the road the the road trip aesthetic was doing it for me. Yeah, but yeah, so they're gonna go to Indio and try and find. Again, try and find Johnny's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then we go to the Yacht Club. (laughs) And Julie. No, they're at a Korean restaurant. Oh, is it a Korean restaurant? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yes, because then Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. Korean barbecue. (laughs) But she's, like, doing crosswords in the full, like, white Sharon Stone basic instinct Mm -hmm. dress. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And she greets him in Italian when he shows up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she does the subtle lay cross, but it's, like, far more subtle than yes. in Basic Instinct. So funny. And he's like, well, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. So, so funny. <laughs> and then we see Taylor, who is at the, like, host stand, picking up food that they've ordered for takeout. Apparently, she also speaks Korean, which, sure, why not? Yeah, and her mom ordered the wrong stuff, so... Yeah. She's speaking Korean to get it fixed. Mm -hmm. And, of course, she sees Dr. Roberts there, and she, like, kind of goes over and sees that he's with Julie, and she's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, Taylor knows we're sure that's going to go well. Yes. (laughs) So funny. Um, do, 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 what happens next? Uh, I feel like Marissa, there's something with Marissa somewhere because then, like, oh, yes, yeah, she ends up calling. Oh, Ryan. she's talking to someone on the phone. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, they're talking about, uh, about Ryan, I guess, because Summer's like, you should call him, which she does, and he doesn't pick up. No, because he's busy, um, playing strip poker <laughs> with Sadie. at like a sketchy motel Mm -hmm. but they're just playing to like you know whoever loses has to sleep on the floor if that's what you're playing for then why are you taking your clothes off why aren't you just playing regular poker that is the question isn't it (laughs) there is no answer there's no good answer Yeah. So that happens. Yes. And then... It's the next oh, morning. Oh, yeah, and then we... Yeah, it's the next morning. Ryan's on the floor, so clearly he lost. He lost. Uh, 
Yeah, and Sadie comes in with uh, coffee and donuts. Oh, right. Yes. Which, again, please take me on this road trip. <laughs> oh, I know. Just want coffee and donuts. God, I don't so have good. coffee and I could get donuts, but it's different. No, it's, just... it's totally different. Just... I want crappy Circle K coffee and donuts. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Seth is in Ryan's bed in the pool house rolling around in it. <laughs> So that it, it looks slept on or <laughs> slept in. Yes. Because like he calls Ryan or Ryan calls him. I can't remember. Again, I can't remember who calls who in this scenario. Yeah, me neither. But either way, Seth has covered for Ryan about why he wasn't home that night. Mm-hmm. Um, they hang up. Seth continues to roll around in Ryan's bed <laughs> and Taylor comes in because everyone just wanders into the Cohen Right? Backyard all of the time. (laughs) (sighs) But she came to tell Seth about Summer's dad being on a date with Julie Cooper. Yes. And she's all like, who's going to tell Summer? Are we going to tell Summer? And Summer's like, tell me what? (laughs) She shows up, of course, at that moment. Of course. And uh, Taylor tells her because she's enjoying this way too much. So then Summer decides that they're going to go find out for sure. Yeah. So they go to the golf course where Dr. Roberts has taken Julie to the driving range. Mm-hmm. Which is the most hilariously un-Julie Cooper thing to do. It's also super funny because they're keeping it from their kids, but they're going out in public. Yeah. To know. eat. Yeah to very flirtily hang out at the golf course at the oh, driving yeah, range. Oh, yeah, because it's like it, he's teaching her how to swing a golf club exactly how you think that's going to go. And like, like do you ever her. actually have to stand behind and hold someone's arms to do that? No, but that's no, how it, it works. No, it actually seems and... like it would be inhibitive. Yeah, that's how it works on TV. And then they like super kiss and she's all like cute and it's like, what? Well, it's so funny because Seth and Summer are like in a golf cart. Which, I mean, I don't know why they bothered getting a golf cart. That seems weird to me. That's whatever. Fine. For the aesthetic, I guess. She's got binoculars. uh, And she's horrified. And I think Seth actually says, they're cute. Yeah, he does. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh. But she's like, we're getting out of here. (laughs) So then Sadie and Ryan show up at this bail bond place mm-hmm. she's uh, pretty sure that it's gonna be like where johnny's dad like yeah. works or like it's his business or something yeah so they walk in looking for him and like someone's just casually cleaning a gun at a desk <laughs> as you do <laughs> yeah yep and what happens they ask for him he's not there they're gonna go wait in the car <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he's like, yeah, like, you're out in a, he's out on a job, whatever. And they're like, well, we're waiting. Like, we're, you yeah. know. <laughs> Basically, they threaten to shoot them if they don't leave. So then they're like, I guess we'll wait in the car. <laughs> Which is like, why are you threatening children? Right. Like, they're clearly teenagers. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. We have this weird little moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, like... It's, so Marissa is at the spot where 
Johnny fell off the cliff. Yes. Because there's police tape. Yes. Um, but then she's also having like flashbacks both to her being questioned by the police. Yeah. And the night that Johnny fell. Yes. So it's like this weird little choppy montage thing. <laughs> and yeah, because like then all of a sudden it's like her with Sandy and like a detective in like a washed out gray colored yeah. video and like yeah just so we know that it's not happening in real time yes <laughs> <laughs> but they i guess in the fire that caitlin and johnny had they found the letter from marissa okay here is my question <laughs> there are several parts to this question <laughs> a why are they digging through bonfire ashes? Yeah. B. How on earth would any part of that letter have not burned? Also, you definitely see him scrunch it into a ball. Right. And then throw it in. And, like, obviously, yes, I understand you can flatten paper once it's been scrunched into a ball. But, like, it's in, the, like, the evidence bag, like, perfectly flat. And, like, only the outside edges are burnt. Like you right. do it has if like you're trying one to make like an old document. Yeah. Right. It's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like what I, yeah, no, like precisely like it, with the tea staining and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, here's the thing. When he scrunched that up and threw it in the fire, the fire was still going. Like I know like technically that fire was dying, but it's a piece of paper. That thing is going to burn immediately. Yeah. And at that point, like, yeah, it, there was definitely enough fire. Yeah. That letter does not exist anymore. No. Also, they can't even read the whole thing. And just, anyway, this whole storyline makes zero sense to me. Also, it's on the beach. And I refuse to believe that that letter did not sustain at least a little bit of water damage as well. Or blow away. Right, that too. Yeah, there's so many things. And it's just weird that they're, like, making such a big deal about it too. Like, okay, if they wanted to, like, ask her about it, fine. But, like, it's such a, like... It's so weird. This is sinister. And like, why is this yeah. letter? And like, did you do something? It's like, oh my God. Right. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But then, yeah, she like tells the detective and like with Sandy and she's like, yeah, I wrote that. Like, whatever. Which clearly just more proves that he was unstable. Not that like Marissa right. pushed him off or something. But he was just upset and drunk and it was an accident. Yeah. Anyway, she's upset. Rightfully so, because this is ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> she, like, kicks over one of the things <laughs> that's holding up the police tape. And who comes by? Obviously, it's Volchak, because yeah. we need to cause some problems. <laughs> and she gives them a whole story about how, like, oh, yeah, you know, we used to be friends, because Johnny and Chili used to follow us around and wanted us to teach them how to surf. And then Johnny got better than me, so then I hated him. I'm like, cool story, bro. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, like, it was almost like, okay, fine, like, that sounds like a very, like, classic, like, boy. Right. Okay, now we're going to hate each other kind of a thing. And at least it's, like, the one moment where, like, maybe he's just being, like, real and, like. I mean, it does seem to be redeeming him a little bit. Yeah. Because he's definitely, like, not as horrible as he initially was. But he alludes to, like, a secret or something, though, right? Like. He makes it, yeah. it ends weird. 
it does end weird because he like wants to hang out with her and then says something about like I'm good at keeping secrets too or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's all very strange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do not understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Oh yes, we get Kirsten and Sandy. Sandy's coming from being at the questioning with Marissa and he thinks everything's going to be fine because they don't really have any material evidence to suggest that it was anything but an accident. Yeah. But he's exhausted and Kirsten's like, oh, we should reschedule dinner. And Sandy's like, we can't Mm, because they need a second hearing with the hospital board. Mm -hmm. Um, And Kirsten's like, "Mm, is this a good idea? And Sandy's like, no, she probably wants to help. And Kirsten's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. She looks worried. Yeah. She's correct to be worried. Yeah. Yeah. So then... So, so much of this episode, I'm just like... What's it's, happening? It's also like really hard to remember that these are like teenagers. Right. So Ryan and Sadie are like waiting in the car. Yeah. For Jack to show up. Mm-hmm. Which he does. Yeah. Sadie starts talking to him. Yes. Basically, he tells her to take a hike. Yeah. No one's getting any money from him. And then she just starts like smashing up his truck. Yes. <laughs> which, honestly, okay, sure, fair, whatever. You do you, girl. Oh man! And I was then like, he goes what? after her, and obviously Ryan starts a fight. And all of a sudden, there's like three grown-ass adult men ganging up on this teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> it was like the very definition of like that escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whoa. Also, does he not care even a tiny little bit that his son is dead? Okay. Right? Like, not even not even a little. Because at first it kind of seemed like he didn't know, but then, like, right. no matter what, he definitely doesn't appear to care. Right. And he definitely knows by the time Ryan goes to talk to him later. Yeah. So, like... What? Yeah. Anyway. I know. But they, like, stop to get food. Oh, this diner that I want to go to. <laughs> we got the lockdown blues, y'all. I it's rough up here. <sighs> and, of course, like, they're apologizing, they're eating, whatever. But then, like, Ryan, like, secretly takes her car because he's going to, like, go talk to Jack because he's yeah. Ryan freaking Atwood. Yeah. He doesn't know how to let anything go. Oh, God. And then we get the most awkward dinner. It's so Of bad. life. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. Which, it starts out fine. Mm-hmm. So it's Kirsten and Sandy, Maya and Matt. And they're, like, reminiscing about how they how they met each other. So, like, Maya's talking about meeting Matt at, like, a frat party or something. Yeah. And Sandy's talking about how he was, like, following Kirsten around campus. And she called campus police on him. Which she should have, because that's creepy, Sandy. Yeah. 
<laughs> but then Sandy brings up the proposal. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll take a look at it next week. And he's like, no, it can't be next week. It needs to be, like, right now, basically. And you can see that she's like, okay, that's what this is about. But he's just... He's so pushy. He's so pushy. Kirsten is, like, not impressed. Yep. Matt's... She's like, maybe this can wait. Yeah, because it, it clearly, like, immediately, like, tarnishes what Matt and Mai have, which could be a real thing. As if, like, you know, whether Matt was using her or not, it definitely immediately seems like Sandy was trying to get Matt to use her. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Well, and it's just, like, it's so awkward because she, like, looks at Matt and it's like, do you want me to take a look at this as well? Which puts him in this super awkward position because then he's like, um, yeah. like, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, so she takes it and leaves... <laughs> Kirsten's pissed. And yeah, like Matt goes after Maya. Kirsten is so mad. Oh yeah, she's real mad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Sandy is not winning this episode. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) But then, like... Seth and Summer are just like making out again. <laughs> They're so funny. Uh, but then she wants to talk about Julie and Dr. Yeah. Roberts. <laughs> yeah. She's very distracted about Julie and her dad because she's like, it's Julie Cooper. And Seth's like, I don't know. I kind of like Julie. She's like, he's so cute here. He's like, I didn't really care that like she married my grandpa and like, it was fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> she's cool. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> so good but then dr roberts walks in yeah and all he talks about is how happy he's is and like in a way we're like he doesn't know that summer knows no but just like just going on about like how he had a great day and he thinks he's like happy for the first time in a long time yeah it's so cute yeah and summer's like ugh, (laughs) (laughs) damn it yep (laughs) <sighs> yeah and Ryan talks to Jack Ugh. yep and of course just like and also like no adult would like give this child the time of day because of course Ryan you know it's just like just listen like Bleh. right like and also why like he's if he was gonna listen to anybody it would be Sadie who he like actually knows yeah Instead of Ryan, who is just this random kid he's never seen before in his life. <laughs> right? This whole, this whole storyline really made very little sense to me. Like, it just seemed, like, very shoehorned in. For, like, as a way to get Sadie and Ryan yeah. to hang out alone. Well, because, like... He definitely, so, like, he gets money from him. Yeah. And it sort of sounds like there might be more money in the future, but, like, it's kind of iffy. Yeah. But still, yeah, like, so so then what? Right. I don't know. It just all seemed very, like, 
convoluted with how they the places they had to go to find him and then the whole thing where like they beat the crap out of ryan yeah but then apparently he's fine to show up and talk to him for like two minutes and then hand him an envelope of cash yeah. that he just had on him i mean what <laughs> presumably they have cash in that business of theirs in a yeah. safe somewhere but like what there's so many questions yeah. it doesn't make any sense and also i don't know if it just like felt rushed like this whole storyline just feels like it should have taken place over more than one episode but whatever yeah that's fine i feel like the writing in this episode on certain parts was weird fair i'm agreed then we head back to the cohen's house and it is still awkward and kirsten is still mad yep um because sandy talked to matt saying that maya loved their proposal but uh she's moving back to new york and breaking up with matt mm-hmm. and kirsten is like they probably actually really had something so yep and she brings up um, when she said a couple episodes ago that she wasn't worried about Sandy knowing where the line is. And she's like, I'm officially worried. Oh. And especially because, like, the way he gets defensive when she brings up that maybe this was not a great approach mm-hmm. is, like, he's trying to be good at this job because, like, he'd rather be defending criminals, but this is what he's doing right now. And yeah, he wants to do it well. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, so, like, this is just another day at the office. Kirsten's basically like, do not turn into my father, I swear to God. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. (laughs) So bad. Yeah. And then we head to the bait shop. For, like, two seconds. And, like, wouldn't the logistics of this, because, like, there's a band playing, be so much, and it's literally just to see Marissa there alone. Mm-hmm. And then she sees Volchuk and she leaves. Mm-hmm. That's a whole scene. <laughs> because again, like how Ryan and Sadie are like, whatever, they're purposely putting all these things with Marissa and Volchuk together. This is such a weird episode. Like, honestly, maybe this is why I don't remember it. Maybe, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, I just don't honestly remember if I've seen this or not. So then we get, um, yeah, after this weird little scene where Mm -hmm. one thing happens that they got a whole band for. (laughs) (laughs) We get Sadie and Ryan driving back to Newport. Um, And they're just like talking. Sadie wants to know what Ryan's going to tell the Coens about what happened to his face. (laughs) He says they're used to it. Yeah. But then Ryan's also just talking about, like, how he really wanted to go on this road trip. And, I don't know, I guess he had a good time despite getting his face punched in. Yeah, because, like, he wanted to get out. He wanted to feel different or something. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Yep. So he gets home. Yep. Calls Marissa. Yeah. Says they need to talk. Mm-hmm. She's at her usual sad time lifeguard hut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they break up actually in a very civil manner. 
Yeah. Like over the phone. Just like, this isn't working. Cool. I'll see you at school tomorrow. <laughs> Except it's like, oh. so because Ryan's the one that's like, it's like, I don't even know how to say this. And she's kind of like, don't worry about it. Like, I know this isn't working. Yeah. And so it seems very mutual while they're talking. Mm-hmm. But then after they hang up, Marissa is clearly upset about it because she's crying. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ryan is just uh, in the pool house having a strip poker rematch to a Sadie. Because she stopped by. Because once again, as I said, people are constantly just wandering into the Cohen backyard. I know. Yeah. And like, yeah, like literally like how does she even... Anyway, whatever. And How like, does she know where he lives? How did she get into what is, I'm assuming, a gated community? <laughs> and, like, at this point, the only person who would know who she is is Seth. And, like, what if Kirsten answered the door? I'm like, uh, whatever. Right. She's like, who are you? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's fine because Marissa is not alone at the sad time lifeguard hut. <laughs> now she has a sad time companion. Who's just, it's like, casually standing on the ramp. Yeah. Like, acknowledging her existence. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Yep. <laughs> and that's our episode. I mean, I do feel like this was obviously very much a, like, transition episode between yes. the whole Johnny arc and whatever arc is coming next. Yeah. Which I think is why it's kind of weird and choppy in some ways. But, like, still... Yeah. Oh, man. It just doesn't feel very cohesive as an episode. Like, I don't know. It's strange. It was a strange episode. It really was. Oh. The only the only thing I really, truly enjoyed. I mean, okay, all the stuff with Julie is hilarious always. So that was fantastic. Yes. Um, but also just living vicariously through this road trip was <laughs> doing it for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that aspect of it. Oh, man. I feel, I mean, aside from obviously, like, driving through the desert all the time, very Cali moments, there was just, so there was a whole bunch of, like, this is the pier, this is the beach, this yeah. is a whole bunch of people in bikinis, this is the marina, like, montage, yep. in case we forgot that we were in California. Totally. But I did, in fact, totally put down the desert, because yeah. I wanted to be in the desert <laughs> while I was watching this. Yes. Did we have a most annoying? I mean, Johnny's dad certainly is annoying, but like, I don't know. That's kind of he's supposed to be his character, right? So like, I don't know. Yeah, right. And also, like, are we ever going to see him again? No. No. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. It was more just that, like, all the situations were annoying, and like the people weren't actually annoying. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because everyone was again pretty normal. Yeah. Other, I mean, Sandy had his moments, but also Fair. he was yes good with helping Marissa and stuff. So, yeah. you know, he's redeemed himself from being most annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Man. Did you have a favorite Sethism? Yeah, I did. It was when right at the beginning when uh, when he's calling Ryan after he gets out of the hot tub. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, I've got two girls in bikinis trying to seduce me, which sounds awesome, but I'm scared, I'm wet, and I'm cold, Ryan. Yeah, that's what I had too. <laughs> Oh, it was just so funny. It's so funny. Because <laughs> it's like the mom come get me. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you have a song of the episode? Um, I went with Forever Young by yeah. Youth Group at the end because that was the song that played earlier this season. Earlier this season? Like literally like one or two episodes ago, I think. Like it was not that long ago, I don't think. It was whenever Ryan and Marissa were dancing. Dancing? No, they picked their song. Yeah, for some reason they were picking a song semi-recently. I think it was... There was, was it after the dance? I don't know. It's all blurring. It is all blurring together. Either way, earlier this season, they were picking a song that was going to be their song. And they picked Forever Young, which yeah. ends up playing at the end of this episode over their breakup scene. Yeah. So, that's the one I went with. Oh, yeah. It was episode four. It was way long ago. I didn't think it was that long oh, damn, ago. Damn, I didn't think it was that long ago either. But, yeah, that's the one with all the dances, I think. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I had that, too, just because it was yeah. like, obviously, it's their song. Blah. Yeah. Uh, we did have a couple new people who we're never going to see again. Yep. Uh, the detective that's interviewing Marissa is... Um, uh, Mark Van, who plays Eckley on CSI. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Who's like the, you know, chief CSI, blah, blah. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> I was like, why do I know that guy? And I was like, oh my God, it's Eckley. <laughs> <laughs> but then Johnny's dad is Rodney Rowland, mm -hmm. who he's recognizable to me because he's been in one episode of everything. Everything. All the CSIs, all of those shows. But then also, like, I think he was in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. He was in an episode of. Um, oh god I can't remember just like everything yeah like anything that's been on mm -hmm. between like a Monday and a Thursday from 8 till 10 right like, <laughs> like he had a walk on roll probably in that yeah. show but then he was in like a whole bunch of Veronica Myers which I have not yeah, seen which I don't remember and I don't know if that's just because I watched Veronica Myers long enough in it, not long ago enough now that I just like don't remember everyone that was in it or if he was in one of the later seasons that I didn't end up watching. Um, okay, what does it say here? Because, yeah, it's like, because it sounds, it looked like it was like a lot of episodes. Yeah, it was like at least eight of them, I think. And I didn't recognize the name of his character in it, which again means nothing. I'm also terrible with character names, so. Yeah, and it's very spread out, like, over the entire series, like eight episodes over Oh. the entire run of the show. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's so weird. Yeah. Like a couple episodes in two and three and then in season four, which is like 12 years later. Right. Know. So like I did not watch that one and I can't remember if I finished watching season three. I think I only ended up watching seasons one and two. That was another one of those ones where like so many people were into it, but I, I think I just never like had that like... At that time, I just never had the channel that it was on or something. It's it's a good one. Like, that first yeah. season is excellent. Yeah. Nice. I would definitely recommend that. It kind of, like, you know, loses some steam as it goes on, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Such as TV. Y yes. I mean, you know, you could say that about this show, too. 
<laughs> but yeah, so Ryan and Marissa are officially broken up mm-hmm. by like a mutual discussion versus of the of the other times where it was some sort like of drama, giant chaos thing. Yeah, and we don't know what's going to happen next. We do not. I have no <laughs> idea. And just even when I look at the quick little like blurb, I'm just like, what? I don't know. It's Ryan's birthday. Yeah, no, I know, right? And it sounds like just weird stuff happening. Yeah. It's called The Journey, presumably (laughs) after Ryan's favorite band, a.k.a. the only music he listens to. Yeah. Because he's not that into music. Like a weirdo. (laughs) Man. So, yeah, I I don't remember this at all. Like, I remember nothing. Yeah. But yeah, so come hang with us next week. We're going to celebrate Ryan's birthday. And who knows what else? (laughs) Who knows? Mystery. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you then. Bye.